to All Points Unknown, you are tuned into the broadcast of Outpost 127, sending out an encouraging message on these airwaves to you, the sojourner, the misfit, and the wanderer, standing firm side by side for the faith of the gospel. Well, welcome into the outpost, everyone. I'm really glad that you are going to meet my good friend, Rhonda Caton. Uh, Rhonda is a wife. She's a mom, a passionate Jesus follower, and a Christian counselor right here in San Antonio, among other things. And Rhonda and I have been uh, really great friends for a number of years. We even had an opportunity to serve alongside each other in rural Argentina a few years back. And one of the things I, I want to remind you in this conversation tonight with Rhonda is that I put together these interviews so that you can see how all of the guests continue to use their time and their talents to further the kingdom of God right here and right now to encourage you to do the same with whatever skills and abilities and passions that God has birthed in you. And so I think that you're going to see that in Rhonda during our conversation, and I hope you're going to discover it in yourself as well. Well, hey, Rhonda. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the outpost this evening for uh, uh, an opportunity just to have a conversation. And I've been wanting to do this with you for a long time. And I'm glad we uh, are finally able to sit down and just chat and talk. Yeah. Yep. We're good at that. We are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ron and I, and this is kind of a reoccurring theme, I think is, is um, I've, I've mentioned this before, like <laughs> there's certain people that I can get together with and then we just talk and talk and talk and we look up at the clock and we're like, oh my gosh. Hours it's, have gone by. Yeah. Hours have gone by. And Ron is probably <laughs> at the top of that list. Like we have to sometimes um, just say, okay, that's, look that's at the it. time. We got to stop and we got to move on. But Ron is uh, just such a, a great friend of mine. Uh, we've known each other for a number of years and we uh, served together in uh, ministry and church. We went to um, Argentina together. together. Yeah. yeah. We've just been friends for, for a while and, and really just wanted an opportunity to sit down and kind of pick her brain tonight. Really um, wanted um, all of you to hear from her and, and her ministry and what God has called um, her into. And so we're just going to jump right in okay. uh, this evening and, um, and, and I'm going to ask you this way so you can kind of explain to everybody listening kind of what it is that you do and kind of what your ministry is all about. So if you met someone new, and they asked you what your ministry was all about, what would you tell them? Well, I'd first probably start off with what I do. Um, I have a private practice. Um, I am a medical practitioner, a counselor, a pastor, a life coach, and a wellness coach, and those are all degreed and licensed. Um, and so my overt mission is to help people wherever they're at, kind of comprehensively, help them you know, get to better places, optimize. But my covert mission is to bring people closer to Christ. Mm. So my doors are open to believers, non-believers, and um, God just gives me a creative way to be able to kind of blend him and, and you know, his story into what I do. So as those opportunities come, I just, you know, I find them, I see them, and I begin to share about Christ in different ways. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, and, when and, you, I, and when you say doors open, mm -hmm. let's make sure I, I want, 
our listeners to understand, we're talking about actually you do the counseling in your home. Yes. Yeah. And I never would have thought even professionally that would be possible. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I've been to different facilities, but I also homeschooled my kids mm-hmm. and I got to a place where trying to juggle that and, and the practice stuff. So I started a little bit in one of the rooms of my house and then God blessed me with enough money to where I could actually build in a much bigger office. So it's professional but it's also friendly. And so my clients love it. I, I would have never thought again, from a professional perspective, like this is possible, but it, it is. Yeah. And and what you said, they, they love it. What is it? Do you think that, that, you know, kind of being in your home and talking to them about these situations in your house, in that kind of personal space, what do you think it does? I, I think it just, I think it reduces barriers. Mm. You know, I think it just, it's like they get to know me. I mean, they, They'll, they'll see me on like, say, Psychology Today, and they'll see all these letters after my name or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're expecting maybe, I don't know, um, they're just not expecting me. I'm, I'm friendly. I'm personable. <laughs> my home is not perfect. It's, you know, it's, it's lovely, but it's not perfect. And so they just come into my space, and I think they feel the energy. I think they feel, you know, the welcomeness, the love, and um, they seem to kind of just drop their guards and they're able to kind of begin to share where they're at. And sometimes, you know, I've, I've never found that either a medical issue or a a counseling issue or spiritual issue is separate from either one of all three of those. And so, you know, and I just invite them into the conversations and before you know it, we're, we're kind of all over the place (laughs) in a great way. So I think they just, I think it's the realness, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's not sterile. Yeah. It's friendly. It's loving. So, and have you always have you always kind of done ministry that way? Um, no, no. I I mean, I was uh, I my my heart's desire was to be a doctor when I was very young, and so after you know pre med trying pre med stuff, um, I ended up in nursing school so I could pay my way through med school, and um, so I worked as a nurse, and um, I I wasn't a believer mm. until I was twenty four. Um, but when I would go to the hospital as a believer, I would find ways, you know, I'd see needs and I would pray with somebody. You, you have to ask permission. That's mm-hmm. not really allowed. Mm-hmm. And then I even ventured into home health and really loved that. And then I would, you know, if a situation would be, you know, happening and, you know, you'd ask if you could pray for them. So, um, I've always had a heart since I've known Christ to, to pray and be present with people, but not necessarily seen it in this way that it would come about. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and let me just say that, you know, your space is welcoming. It Mm -hmm. is authentic. I don't know if you still have that really, um, that really comfortable soft rug, that fluffy rug that you had. No, we did away with that one. (laughs) (laughs) That, that was, that always put me at ease, (laughs) uh, being able to fill that. So, uh, but it is a, yeah, it's a great space and, and, and it's not just a great space. I mean, you are, um, you are an authentic personality, um, you're also, uh, very lively and full of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and then, and then your, your heart is for Jesus. And so yeah. that, you know, that combination I think is, is just really, um, yeah, I think amazing. it's intoxicating mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Well, um, why then is the work that you do, um, so important to you? I mean, what, what makes you, um, so passionate about doing this work, this counseling work, this, this ministry yeah. work. Good question. Um, just your backstory. Um, I just came from really hard stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of, you know, just totally a trauma survivor. 
um, even struggled with what is known as CPTSD and just like going from trauma as a kid, from trauma homes into adulthood and having trauma, you know, I've had my own journey. And so my heart has just always been to help other people, you know, with their journey. And so that's, I'm, I have reference for a lot of stuff. Um, I'm a learner. I, um, and I just really want to help. So it's like all this together has given me this opportunity to be able to, again, I, I haven't found anything that I couldn't speak into or help mm. somebody with whatever. So lots of empathy. Yeah. So when you've, you've come through, you know, every kind of abuse that's out there, you develop uh, grit, mm. resiliency, and empathy and compassion. You can, or it can twist you a different direction. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm very passionate. Um, one of the ways that God kind of has blessed me to redeem, you know, the evil that was done to me is that I'm able to help either prevent other people going through that or just help them heal, give mm. them a hand up. So, that's what I do. And I'm sure you've seen, without getting into detail, mm -hmm. you've seen a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, you've yeah. seen all kinds of things. What What would you say today is your, um, I guess your, your most, like, who do you see mostly come into your, mm. to your room oh, that are struggling with, with things? I mean, there's a, the world is definitely in just, it's in a bad place. Um, I see a lot of, um, divorced or divorcing people, people who've suffered from, um, the betrayal of adultery, see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, addiction. I see a lot of kids, teenagers mm -hmm. and parents not knowing what to do. And so just, um, and it's not, you know, a couple years ago it, before even COVID, it was, you know, it, serious stuff, but now it's just amplified. And so when people are coming in, they are just, you know, really weighed down and, um, you know, family systems are affected. And so, um, I, you know, it's, I can't really just pinpoint one thing. It's just a myriad of things. And then also, like I said, there's the body, their bodies are also, uh, you know, tangled up in the mess too. So we'll see a lot of adrenal fatigue and, you know, their stomachs are messed up. And so then their neurochemistry is not working well and so forth and so on. And so, um, they're just, I see a lot of very weary people. So, so talk about that real quick. Cause, um, I mean, I, I know that that's what you do, right? We, we've been saying counseling, but you also yeah. sort of a holistic in terms of the way yeah. you look at people. Yeah. So I, I just, God's just kind of giving me this lens. So again, my love was medicine mm -hmm. and then I minored psychology and you know, my, my plan was to be a doctor, <laughs> but God had a much bigger plan. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. So when people come in, um, I have that filter, that ability to hear and see. And so when someone's talking, let's say, you know, they're, they're having struggles in their marriage or whatever. Um, I just, I have the ability to be able to assess and kind of evaluate. Okay. I can also tell that, she, you know, she or he's suffering from adrenal fatigue or, um, you know, other, other areas and some hormones, whatever. So I do all of that stuff. Again, I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm a big learner. I love, I'm, I'm excited about new stuff. And so I'm always, you know, learning and, and, and trying to help people to be again, their best, their most optimal. I don't, you know, with God, it's very hard to walk. It's hard to, um, 
even kind of sometimes seek the presence of God in a sense when you're so weary, mm. right? And so whether it's coming from an emotional place or even a spiritual place or a physical, I see a lot of physical, you know, people that are exhausted and they just don't have the energy to even care to say, go to church or mm -hmm. even to get up and pray or whatever that is. So I'm just looking and saying, okay, what is, what does this person need? So, yeah. Um, I think, you know, we, we, uh, and I talk about this a lot and I use the word sort of misfit ministry, mm -hmm. um, kind of on the fringe, those kinds of things. And, and Rhonda is, um, the reason that I love Rhonda so much. One of the reasons I love Rhonda so much and we get along is because I think we're kind of in, in some respects, sort of misfit ministers in a way you didn't go down the, the path of, mm -mm. yeah, the, the sort of the traditional medical yeah. path no. or, or pastoring. Even I yeah. didn't, I didn't expect or anticipate that, but I was blessed um, to receive that through a, a church, a, a pastor. And, um, and so like, I'll just kind of say that, like I blend when I'm working with someone and I always ask permission. Mm -hmm. And um, if they let me, then in that session, I'm going to pray with them and we're going to talk about God. And we may be talking about, you know, whatever their hormones or we may be talking about um, someone who has suicidal ideation. And so um, some of the most amazing experiences I've ever had is when people who are not believers hmm. come in, you know, and um just as they get to know me and, you know, they're, they're getting to, they know my beliefs. They know I'm a Christian, you know, and they uh, get to know me and, and they begin to kind of soften. And so at, at some point they actually give their life to Christ, like in the office, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So this, this is like ministry. So whatever is going on, you know, this is a worshipful place. I think they can feel that and sense that. Mm -hmm. And so that stuff's really amazing. Which is really the, the beginning place of, of healing. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they can heal, but we both know that the, the real doctor, the real yes. place is, is, yeah. is Jesus and Christ and yeah. yeah. And, and the beginning of that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I love that. And, and I mentioned earlier that Ron and I got an opportunity to go to, um, Argentina together yeah. and we, we went and there was, um, a medical clinic that was mm -hmm. set up for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Rhonda, it was, it was really amazing to watch Rhonda because with her medical training, with her counseling training, with all of that, um, she was able to sort of like jump in with the people, <laughs> get really close yeah. to the people, um, and, and take it from the perspective of like, okay, we're here to, you know, take your blood pressure, but uh -huh. then it went to praying yeah. over people, yeah. individual people. And you know, people, when they're sick, they're vulnerable mm. and they, they need, they're looking for something. And right. sometimes they, they're, if they aren't believers, sometimes they're willing to like do whatever you got to do, you know, pray and, and something happens and they feel it. And so, um, yeah, it was just, that was amazing. I'm curious. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Have you ever had anybody that has kind of come into your place and then your, your faith is, is evident right from the beginning. And they're like, no, like this is not for me. I, I've, you know, not so much on the surface. I've mm. had some people come in that, um, and it's only been a few and cause I, I always pray over who's coming in in God's, you know, desire. And, um, they'll come in and, you know, after one or two visits, they, that's not what they, you know, that's not what they want. And so, and you can tell, you can tell whether someone's a believer or receptive or whatnot. Um, I have people that come in that have uh, tangled with uh, Satan, if you will, mm -hmm. and had mm -hmm. some demonic, you know, stuff going on. And, and 
they'll come in because they can't go anywhere else. Mm. Nobody else, you know, they'll say I sound crazy. And I'm like, no, let's, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. some real stuff. So I haven't had it really like where they overtly rejected me or anything like that, but just, you know, at some point it's like, okay, that that's not really what they're, they're seeking and that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And this is a, a, a really good case in point of Rhonda being, um, what I would say, and we talk about on the show, um, being on the front lines of, of gospel ministry, because you are right on the front lines of gospel ministry. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're working and, and dealing with people in some of their, um, their hardest uh, times in life. You, you've been a counselor for a while. We, you know, we've, we've talked about the fact that you've heard some pretty distressing things, but after, after a hard day of listening, serving, mm -hmm. um, how do you yourself yeah. regroup and find soul refreshment and, and, and quite honestly, not ultimately lose hope in humanity. Oh yeah. And, and there are days, you know, honestly, <laughs> where you're just like, okay, I've had enough and, mm -hmm. and it's, it's the, the burden and you're sad. Um, and I'm not perfect at this, but I definitely, um, you know, I work on, you know, connecting with God. I, I'll use like audibles, listen to a book. Um, certainly, put on worship music. Um, I have an amazing husband mm. who holds me and, you know, we'll just enjoy a night walk or something, but, um, and, and just talking to, you know, good friends and, and being able to just, I don't know, um, have my own kind of therapy, right. You know, yeah. not, not sharing clients of, but just like the heaviness of what you see, because it is, I mean, you can, you can run into compassion fatigue, you mm. know, mm. and, um, I do practice what I preach. So if I'm preaching, you know, um, wellness and eating healthy and working out and sleeping well and all that. I'm going to do that as well. So I just, I try to, um, model what I believe mm -hmm. and, and what I want my, my clients to hopefully, uh, seek as well. But yeah. And I can, I can attest to that eating, <laughs> eating healthy. <clears throat> um, yeah. we occasionally go to a restaurant and eat and <laughs> You sometimes bring your own stuff into own the stuff. restaurant. Just to <laughs> my own homemade ranch. Your own, yes. Your, <laughs> when you pull it out of your purse, it always makes me laugh. Oh, okay. It's one of my favorite things uh, when, when that occurs. So, um, and, 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 and the reason I wanted to kind of dive into that is because I know that there are people who are listening that have their own ministry, been called into their own ministry. Um, they are on what I call the front lines of gospel mm -hmm. ministry and they're weary yeah. and they're tired. Yeah. And in a lot of respects, they're thinking about giving up yeah. On, yeah. on humanity and ministry and, and all of it. What, what keeps you going? Yeah. I just, like I said, I, you know, and I think I've just, I've gone through some really major tragedies, I would say, and I have definitely had my faith tested and, um, you know, been at that place where you're just like, I, I don't know if, if this is what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's just, you know, for me, just, just keeping my foot there with God and then just letting him, you know, talk to me and show me and asking for that. And so you have highs and you have lows. Mm -hmm. Um, but just, I don't know. I think that um, I'm, I'm reading a book called uh, Resilient by John Eldridge. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Mm. And it talks about the weariness of the soul and how we need to be resilient. And so um, I was just kind of thinking, thanking God about how 
in all the suffering, one thing that he blessed me with was the ability to have that grit and mm. to hold on. And it, again, it's not easy. And, and, you know, one thing I won't be is I won't be fake about yeah. what I feel. I mean, I, if I'm, if I'm mad at God, I'm going to talk to God. I mean, you know, he loves me enough to be able to handle that. Um, and, um, just let him hold me. And so, um, and just keep praying, you know, Lord, give me a heart for, for your people. Give me a heart for everyone, you know, cause this is, this is who you love. Sure. So yeah. what does a bad day mm. in Rhonda's world look like oh. a rough day? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, again, I love my clients. I really bond with them. And so you, you feel their hurts. Um, I think the hardest thing is when <clears throat> you know that a person is hearing truth and it's like they know it, but there's too many barriers, guards, pride, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and they just, they walk away from it. And so, and then maybe out of that, there's this devastation that happens. And like, you're just, you're just, you see all this um, kind of desolation that happens because they just wouldn't receive that truth and, you know, maybe take a different path. So that's really hard when you're, you're just, and it, and it can even be from the medical perspective, from the psychological perspective to the spiritual. So, and, and I'm sure hard. you internalize that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. well, sometimes you, yeah. you feel like, what did I, what did right. I not do? And could I have done this better Lord? And, um, and I have to remind myself, this is his ministry. I just get to work, you know, I get the joy of working in it. And so, um, yeah, I have to be careful not to try to take false responsibility for something that's not mine. Do my best, show up and let him take care of the rest. Amen. And that's so. such a great, such a great point because um, we, we sometimes um, hear or think that, you know, we, we sign up for ministry, we sign up for leadership, we yeah. sign up, we say, yes, we raise our hand mm -hmm. and then everything's just going to kind of like be this amazing thing. Oh, and yeah. then we start hitting these barriers and then we start thinking to ourselves, well, what have I done wrong? And mm -hmm. what am I doing wrong? Yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, and then we get kind of down on ourselves, right? Yeah. It's it's, in the psychology world, we call it like the inner critic, you know, mm -hmm. the one that's inside our head beating ourselves up. And I also don't forget that there's an enemy. Yeah. There's an enemy sure. that's yeah. looking yeah. to devour. And, and so I remember that too. So when I'm hearing things like that, I just, again, and it, this is just practice. It's just constantly practicing and applying for myself. Again, I don't ask my clients to do something that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. So in what I do, it keeps me pretty accountable. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. that helps. Yeah, that's good. And so what about a good day? What's a, oh, what's my, a good day well, in my, this world? My, my great days are, well, first when the schedule all goes perfectly, <laughs> nobody, nobody like cancels the last minute or something like that, but no, or, I mean, or has an emergency at the last yeah, minute. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah yeah. 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 That never happens. Um, right. But um, no, again, my, my most, you know, vivid days that are so amazing is again, when, you know, and I can still see their faces just when they're having that breakthrough moment and they are giving their life to Christ and they're just like, it's so beautiful and it's so amazing. And to me, I just, it's, they're glowing. And I always really try to impact them with like, this is such a special day. Like I want you to go out. I want you to go buy something to commemorate this time. This is a new birth day for you. Wow. And so those are like my favorite days. Um, but you know, and again, I, ha I do have a lot of good days. I mean, just, seeing the joy on people's faces, um, just knowing, you know, even if all I can do is just be there to support them in, in their messy places, you mm. know, sometimes that's all you can do. That's all they need is 
you may not be able to heal or take care of something, but just sit with them and, and love them through it. And that is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good, Rhonda. Thank you. Um, gosh, I just got caught. <laughs> I was like listening, leaning into that, that answer. And I kind of, I had a, a thought that I was going to ask you, um, and now it escapes me. Okay. So that's okay. We'll maybe figure it out <laughs> again in a minute. Um, but, but Jesus does talk about, Oh, 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 sorry. I know. Mm -hmm. I know what it was. You got it. <laughs> yeah. What I, what I, again, going back to what you just said, I think is, is really important for, cause listen to what Rhonda just said. She talks about the beauty of being able to share Christ mm -hmm. and yes, on her, card on her business mm -hmm. card, quote unquote, it's going to be counselor. What people mm -hmm. know about Rhonda is going to be counselor. Right. But, but what Rhonda really is, is, is somebody who shares the gospel is somebody who gives the good news of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. That's who you mm -hmm. are. Yeah. And so they don't know that necessarily coming in, you know what your calling is. Mm -hmm. And the beauty is, is that you, you never shirk that calling. You know yeah. that that's the thing you're called to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, always trying to be respectful where people are at, but, um, not, not shying away yeah. from the opportunities and, you know, God gives us a lot of opportunities, yeah, you, know. you know, you can be to HEB and, and you're picking up signals from somebody and, and you can walk up and I've done that. And just like a stranger, Hey, can I pray with you? Mm. And most people are like, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very few people. That's true. Very few people will <laughs> not, shy away from prayer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great point. Um, Jesus does talk about, uh, being him being the vine and us, the followers being the branches. And then he says in his word, right apart from me, mm -hmm. the vine, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. So in Rhonda's world, <laughs> what does it sort of look like practically for you to stay connected to the vine? Um, well, okay. So like <clears throat> in the morning when I'm, as I'm waking up, I call upon Alexa <laughs> and I, I say, I have times of change. I know, right? <laughs> Alexa play praise and worship music. Mm, mm, and so that the station praise oh. and worship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alexa. Yeah. Turn off. Okay, so we have Alexa in here, and that was hilarious, Rhonda. Right on cue. I didn't even know that Thank you, Rhonda. Me. Yeah, it's it's kind of hidden I back love there. That, so that's right? perfect, perfect. But see, that song yeah. was coming on. I love it. Yeah, so that gets my kind of my motor going and uh, gets me in the right frame of mind, and then just pray. And uh, sometimes I have a chance to sit down and, and read the word and meditate. Um, I have audibles, so I'll I'll put a book on while I'm at the gym working out or whatever. So that's just staying connected. I, I, um, I go to church. Um, you know, I know it can be pretty convenient to watch online and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but for me, I need to be there. And mm -hmm. so I go to church and I, um, enjoy the energy of others. And I, you know, there's sometimes there's uh, women's ministry things or, you know, there's a Wednesday thing called um, a couple circle that will me and my husband, you know, are beginning to do and stuff. So just looking for opportunities to stay grafted in mm -hmm. because, I mean, I got to soak yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Jesus yeah. and but I also have to live and I have to be, you know, so it's like trying to be um, Eldridge calls us like amphibians, like of two worlds, you know, amphibians can go water and land. Hmm. And so um, he's talking about how we 
need to be able to realize that we are spiritual and natural and we mm. need to be able to balance both of those. And so there are moments where you can just, you know, leave the natural and just be very consumed with the spiritual. I like to take walks a lot and mm -hmm. just really, you know, be mindful of like the air and the, you know, there's, you know, be just being presence of and that that nature brings me to God a lot. Yeah. Right. But you also have to take care of, you know, just day by day, you know, activities and stuff. So. Which walking is how you met your husband. So yes, <laughs> yes. During COVID quarantine. That is an amazing story. Talk about a, a God moment. Yeah. Amen. You used this word just now that I think is for me is really indicative of, of you. Um, and you use the word soak. Mm. You, you have about you this, this, um, this idea of understanding intimacy really deeply. You, you use the word Papa a lot. Mm -hmm. um, when you say father, you have a glow about you, mm -hmm. an intimacy about you with mm -hmm. that. Um, and, and you're one of these people that just kind of exudes that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just want to point that out. I want to bring that up. Use the word soak. Yeah, no, thank you. And it, it and I know, it, you know, as I've talked with other counselors, pastors, clinicians, whatever, I mean, when I look at my story, you know, I wasn't, it's like I got to break the mold because hmm. seriously, I should be walking the streets probably, you know, doing meth and whatever. I mean, this is, you know, this was kind of like what I should be doing, but I think just in all of those experiences and how God has transformed me and loved me and put me together, you can't help but be intimate with yeah, him, you know? Yeah. And so I, I have, I feel him and I trust him and I love him. And, and out of that, I can love others and trust others. Cause that was something really difficult to be able to even try to do. And I remember a counselor one day asked me, you know, you, considering everything you've been through, there's no way you, how can you even trust anybody? And I'm mm. like, you know, it's just, it's God, God's supernatural work in me and just, you know, giving me courage to be able to even say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you, God. And, um, I'm going to, you know, trust so-and-so and things like that. So, um, yeah, intimacy and, um, mm, just, I don't know, feeling God that, you know, like mercy heart, just really feeling him and loving him and worshiping him. Um, and then also just his word and, and, you know, watching it come alive. And I, I'm fascinated with, um, the Bible mm. the stories, the mm. people, all that. So. Yeah. It's that, that learner in you, oh, you yeah, mentioned earlier, to. you mm -hmm. love to learn and, um, and, and then, and so you can, one minute you can be learning, you can be reading mm -hmm. and the next minute I see you, you can be outside looking at a feather yeah, oh, yeah. a bird, right? Or watching <laughs> totally like yeah, a snail or whatever. <laughs> yes. So you, you, yeah. you kind of got that about you. Curious, just, just like oh, curious. Good. And, yeah. You know. Curiosity. Yes. I like that. Okay. So Rhonda, we're, uh, we're kind of here at the end of our, uh, our conversation okay. this evening. And uh, one of the things I, I like to do at the end is for anybody that's listening that, like I said earlier, maybe um, kind of on the front lines of gospel ministry or, or they are thinking to themselves, you know, look, I'm just an educator. I'm just a teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm just a nurse. Mm -hmm. I'm just a mechanic. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm not a pastor and I'm not, you know, some big ministry person. Um, I try to do the best that I, I can for Jesus. I try to like serve him in the place that I'm at. 
Um, what, what final words of encouragement would you like to maybe give them or leave with, with somebody who might be feeling those things uh, right now? Yeah, I would just say, um, I I would say have grace for yourself and, you know, don't, um, don't, don't fret. Um, you know, step out, um, you have to reframe how you think about yourself, ask God Hmm. to show you, you know, through his eyes and, um, ask God to help you with the weariness, but everybody is so potent and powerful. Hmm. And that is definitely a heart's cry of mine is that each of us would understand our uniqueness and, um, we would be purpose driven and we would be, you know, willing to, um, accept, the, I think, assignments and callings that, you know, he's given us. So I would just say, um, rest, mm. you know, I, I love, you know, the quote in Matthew and where Jesus says, come to me, those who are heavy and burdened, and I will give you rest. And, um, definitely I would encourage people to connect with other people so that they can be supported and that's undergirded. Good. Yeah, that's Very good. Important. Um, <clears throat> so you have, um, <clears throat> You know, you've had times when um, people were not were not coming, and mm-hmm. then you've had times when all of a sudden your schedule is just Easter family. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. these days, these days it's definitely feast. Um, mm. Not probably quite as much. Last year was even more so, but yeah, it's definitely a steady amount of clients, and um, you know, we get a couple months booked up and. There's always cancellation stuff, but yeah, for now it's, it's been a steady walk. Yeah. And you know, again, I, the counseling, but I, you know, as an RN and a functional medicine practitioner, I get to bring that in too. So I'm really excited because there's a lot of new stuff that I'm getting to do and you know, that's really healing. Yeah, You've been traveling and learning a lot lot of medical conferences Mm -hmm. and things like ozone therapy Mm -hmm. and, and probably some stem cell. I mean, just looking at some of these things and, what you can and can't do, but um, it's amazing. So again, right now it's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, and, and and I kind of bring that up because there could be somebody listening mm-hmm. that says, you know, I I've been needing to find yeah, somebody. Yeah. I've um, you know, uh, I've been needing to talk to somebody, yeah, and yeah. maybe uh, right now uh, the Holy Spirit's working on their heart, and they're they're thinking to themselves, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm connecting here yeah, with Rhonda. Yeah, and I you know the other thing I get to do is you don't have to have a problem. <laughs> I get to mm. do a lot of coaching. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people yeah. come in, and they just maybe they need I kind of call it a, a bump of vitamin C. You know, they come in once a month, and you know you can come to the office, you can do telehealth, you yeah. can do the good old phone. <laughs> And, um, so some people, they just need, uh, support or just a safe, confidential place to be able to unload. And, um, so it, you know, I just, I feel very blessed to be able to offer all those different lenses and kind of hats to those who see me. Right. So. And so we'll, uh, if it's okay with you, mm-hmm. we'll put some information yeah. in the show notes. Um, so if you want to reach out to Rhonda and kind of connect with her and, and uh, see what her schedule looks like yeah, and just have yeah. a conversation, we'll, we'll make room. sure. Yeah, good. <laughs> we'll make sure we, we put that uh, information in there. Uh, I'm going to ask Rhonda to do something tonight that I don't know that I've ever done mm-hmm. on this broadcast. Um, maybe once, maybe not. I'm going to have her pray mm-hmm. um, over y'all and over us. And, 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 and I'm going to ask her to do this because again, Rhonda is one of these people that I've always just really respected um, in um, just her prayer. 
the authenticity of her prayer. Not, I'm not trying to put pressure on you. <laughs> and, you know, it's not like, oh, wow, this is just amazing no. prayer. And putting, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. yeah. But, but she has, again, this authenticity in prayer. And I always, I always have appreciated that and, and always I love that about her. So I'm going to have her uh, pray over us to end uh, this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you for being able to just through technology and ability, Lord, be able to, to share a message with others. Mm. God, we love you. You're so amazing. Yes. And you supply our needs. And God, I just want to lift up everyone that's able to hear this message. I just pray, Father, for whatever their needs are, wherever they're at, Lord. I'm sure some are probably, you know, kind of doing okay. And some are maybe a little dehydrated. And so I just pray, Father, that you would fill them up and that you would bring to them godly people to surround them and support them. And I'm also going to ask, Lord, that you would activate them and give them an appetite to step out. And whatever they might be misinterpreting about you or about others, that they would be able to do away with that, Lord, and they would be able to, with curiosity and with anticipation, you know, go and engage and seek and, and share this amazing love that we have, Father. So I just want to, you know, ask that you would help us as we are walking through some pretty wearisome times. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that you would continue to water and feed us. And again, um, you know, Lord, activate in us. You you are alive. Your spirit is in us. And so yes. activate mm-hmm. for us, Father God, um, you know, this this calling and um, help us open doors and, and close doors where we don't need to be. And so help us to be able to just be this amazing uh, glory on display for you, Lord. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yeah. And um, we look to just honor you and seek you. And help us, Lord, to love others and ourselves the way that you love us. Hmm. I ask this through your beautiful son's name, yeah. Jesus. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Love you, my friend. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. And I really <laughs> appreciate you. it. Thanks.